everybody, and welcome back to Just for a Podcast, a high school musical, the musical, the series podcast hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. And if I sound disgusting, it is because I am sick on this episode out of all episodes that I was very excited to cover, and I sound like booty. <laughs> I was telling you earlier, you sound better than yesterday, so at least there's that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was not doing too hot yesterday. <laughs> um, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, it's been a week of no school, so I've and pretty much no work, so I've been literally just sitting on my couch, catching up on shows. I'm doing Cruel Summer, and then I'm going to do Love, Victor. Just for you, Ivy. Cruel Summer ended crazy. Was it a good ending? It, like... Well, because I know they I got wanna, renewed. Well, I want to say, like, I expect I expected part of it, but part of it was... Also, very unexpected. Ooh, okay. I'll watch it. Hopefully I'll be finished by, like, Saturday. Love, Victor. I just finished watching... I watched season two last week, and then I restarted from season one yesterday, and I just finished season one before we started recording, and then I'm gonna blow through season two nice. when we're done. I'll do it. It sounds um, fun. What else? Um, My hockey team won... The first game of the series, and then they lost the second one. But according to this dog on TikTok that predicts um, the NHL series, the Islanders are going to win in the seventh game. <laughs> oh, thank you, dog. I also had my Facebook account hacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a, a trip. My 11-year-old Facebook account got hacked from someone in Ottawa, Canada. That was a grand old time. At Hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Who uses Hotmail? Hawk hackers. My dad. That's who. <laughs> My dad uses Hotmail. That should tell you something. <laughs> Don't use Hotmail. Who uses it? No. I know. Only, ug- only Uggos use Hotmail. <laughs> use Gmail. Or Yahoo, at least. Yeah. At the bare minimum, Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo's my, like, like spam. I just have, like, 18 Gmail accounts. Same. Some of them I don't even remember I have. It's whenever I had, like, different fan pages on Twitter and Instagram. No, literally same. I have too many. (laughs) And they would just be like, this is already being used for a different account, so I don't have to make a new email. Let me make this a random email Um, I'm never going to use. Has anything else happened? In the past week. I mean... Not that I can recall. Not that I can think of. Literally just... Yeah, just me getting hacked on Facebook and having a breakdown. Yeah, I watched this episode like four times before I even took notes on it. (laughs) Alright, so what are we talking about this week, Lo? Talking about season two, episode five, the quinceanero. <coughs> All righty, okay, you got this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A synopsis of this episode is Gina and Seb rally the group to throw Carlos the music and dance field quinceanero he never had. Meanwhile, Ricky accidentally oversteps in more ways than one. 
Nini is glad to be back from Yak, and Miss Jen gets a wild idea about how to get Nini back on stage. EJ shows off his new skills. Gina continues to wonder if she will ever find a home at East High. North High announces a shocking change in production. How will the Wildcats stand up against the competition? What's your first note? It's uh, it's about Jimmy the Sheep having social anxiety. <laughs> I think that we can all relate to Jimmy in some way. Um, they, I okay, also like they how... Made... No go. Okay. Um, they made Courtney's silk pillowcase line seem like a joke, but literally, like, black people use silk pillowcases because it helps to not damage their Their hair, hair. so they made it, they made it seem like she was being superficial, which the first half was when she was like, I don't even go glamping, but then she said, I don't even travel without a silk pillowcase, I'd be like, well, yeah, like, it helps your hair. Yeah. I know. No, I, I noticed that too. But I do, I thought it was funny how she talked about like glamping because that's how my family glamps. <laughs> or not, not even glamps, just camps. Yeah. Your family's camping is not camping. <laughs> it's camp. It's like we're in the woods, but it's just overkill. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. What? You camp. You camp like Hillary Duff and Cheaper by the Dozen too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, That's you blame what my your mother. Family's camping looks like. <laughs> um, so they're throwing Carlos a surprise quinceanero, and Seb is at school acting like he does not know Carlos's birthday is on Saturday. Yeah, it's so funny. I also thought it was funny how they question how Miss Jen's gonna do the beast. To the prince without CGI, CGI, so that got me thinking too. I was like, "What are they gonna do?" <laughs> Some like little whooshy sheets. Oh, what'd you hit? <laughs> I hit my arm on all my VIP oh, badges. No. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like a sheet. Yeah, like some whooshy whooshy sheet that they just wave in front of him while he does a quick outfit change or something. I still keep forgetting how tall Josh is. He's tall. He doesn't look like he should be tall. He gives off short king energy. I think he's just extremely tall, especially against, like, Olivia or just, like, any any of the other cast except Matt. There's some dudes that just give off short king energy. Mm-hmm. I don't look at him and think he's, like, six feet tall. Or what? 5'11 yeah. or whatever we whatever discussed Whatever Google said. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Google said that was actually accurate for him, unlike Matt. Yeah, that was weird. Um, when Carlos says my love language is riddles, it just makes me think about the fact that Alondra told me that my love language is roasting. Oh my gosh, you're that is true though. <laughs> it's so funny too because my favorite uh, boy in the book series that I'm reading right now that Alondra got me to read. He's not a lot of people's top favorite, but he's mine, and it's because him and his love interest have so much little witty banter back and forth, and it Straight makes up a you. lot of sense for me. I would, uh, if I ever dated someone whose love language was riddles, I would not be dating them, period. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Like, Seb, I don't want to feel you. stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to feel stupid. 
And I live with my father, the Jeopardy champion. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously. So Miss Jen and Zach run into each other at the coffee shop. This man, when I saw the TikTok of him comparing him to Mr. Mr. Schuster. <laughs> Honestly, though. <laughs> it's so bad because it's kind of right. It's like, yeah, he, he came back and I was like, oh, like kind of forgot about him because he hasn't been in a few episodes. He's looking good. And then he does the salsa thing. <laughs> Why does he have to do that in public? That's weird. I just wrote, sir, you're weird. (laughs) I also thought it was funny how Miss Jen takes two creams and four sugars with her coffee. Like, that's a lot. I wouldn't know. I know you wouldn't know, but to me, that's a lot. (laughs) I don't know coffee speak. I'll tell you my Starbucks order um, that I got in Canada. Uh, It was the venti ice water. (laughs) Ooh. That sounds refreshing. <laughs> Loved watching them make it. Low caffeine? Love it. <laughs> Low cow. Um, we find out that East High is planning to get a litter of puppies to play the wolves in the act one sequence. Miss Jen is really pulling out the stops. And so Miss Jen leaves the coffee shop and then we see that Zach is there with Lily. She scares me. The way she threw back that skull, I know it's fake, but just thinking about someone throwing back a scalding hot black coffee like that is just absolutely terrifying. Just the the way she popped in with no expression on her face and said, I don't like her. (laughs) I still like, oh, I still feel like they give dad and daughter vibes, even though I don't think so. But I just feel the vibes. But if they're not dad and daughter, then it's really weird that they're hanging out outside of school. But also like Miss Jen and Carlos. Yeah, (laughs) this is true. So, But also, like, Lily's an actress. Miss Jen and Carlos would hang out because Carlos is a choreographer. I guess that would make more sense, but still also not okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. (laughs) Let's just keep it at that. So, Seb asks Carlos to help him in the barn on Saturday. <laughs> and Carlos is about as excited as I would have been. Yeah, Seb literally keeps his mouth shut. It's so cute when Seb he's like, I never learned how to lie. <laughs> Seb would have fit in well in my high school. <laughs> I agree. Well, no. Oh, no. No. I take that back. He's a farm boy, and he would have fit in in that aspect, but we also had a lot of homophobes, so no, he wouldn't have. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, that wouldn't have went over well. I take that back. (laughs) I would have been nice to him. I wasn't friends with the farm kids, but I would have been nice to Seb. Same. Whenever whenever Miss Jen says she she was in Hoboken, which (laughs) which is basically New York, I can tell you right now. Hoboken is not basically New York, and I can tell you that based on the three hours that it took my family to get from New York to Hoboken in our car. Oh my gosh, three hours? It We were in traffic for three hours. God. Just to go to Carlos Bakery. Ooh, but Carlos Bakery. <laughs> Dude, it. it was worth it. And yeah. I met Ralph. <laughs> I met Ralph from Cake Boss. Oh my gosh, okay, that was worth it. I love, um, Cake Boss is like a comfort show for me. (laughs) 
I don't watch it religiously, but if it's on, I'm going to watch it. Like, if I'm just, like, in front of my TV. Dude, there was a point in time I knew all the staff members, all the family. <laughs> I, I watched Cake Boss religiously. I would record all the new episodes. It was so cool to me. And, like, I knew that Ralph uh, became a decorator because they were making a cake for the circus. And Ralph was in the circus. And he said that he had some decorating skills. And Buddy was like, oh, show us what you got. And then he ended up hiring Ralph. And then Ralph was the one that I met. <laughs> That's cool. My, my sister used to be like you with that show. Like, obsessed. I love that show. We get Ricky roaring. Ooh, we have, like, Addie and Lauren, like, rolling around on the floor. <laughs> They're so cute, though. However much they got paid for this was not enough. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> you could not pay me enough money to be on the ground. Ah, yeah. no. Yeah, growling at this tall Richard. <laughs> no, 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 no. We find out that Gina is recreating an old video of Carlos's for his birthday present, which is super cute. Yeah, and Courtney's making the fits. Um, Lauren, I will put my home videos on a hard drive, and you can choose whatever one you want to recreate for my birthday. I personally want to recreate when you were given the Jonas Brothers tickets. <laughs> oh my god. Lauren, you can so you recreate my... <laughs> can you recreate my... Wait, we should do that this week. What? We should post uh, post old home videos on our Instagram to go along with Carlos's. Oh my god, oh my, I need to find some. I'll look. I don't, I don't know where any are. Or they're all on like freaking VHS. Mine were too, but then I used Legacy Box and got them converted to DVDs. I need to do that. But I have a couple. That was, so I'll, oh my god, that'd that, be cute. That was my mom's Christmas present one year. We got all of our, um, I sent in all of our home videos and got them put on DVD. That's a great gift. I need to do that, but I need, my parents, to, I need to find them first. My parents got to watch their wedding for the first time ever. What? Oh, that's so because, nice. Because um, all these years, um, a family friend of ours has had it on like a super, not a super eight, um, on like an eight track cassette mm, type mm-hmm. VH. I, I forget what those are called, but a family friend of ours has had it and never converted it into a tape. And so when we were sending them off, my dad finally got it from his friend and they got to watch their wedding for the first time. Oh, that's so nice. It was really sweet. And then we all started crying because. I would have started um, sobbing. Well, we started crying because there was um, a bit in there that we didn't even know. It was like everybody was doing karaoke at their reception, and um, my grandma was on there singing House of the Rising Sun. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, God, I'm, like, crying right now. Just I, oh, my God. I, like, got chills from you saying that. <laughs> it was really unexpected, but it was super that's nice. That's cute. Yeah, that's a nice memory. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Um, we also get Gina saying, you ever put yourself out there and get nothing back? Yeah, speaking of crying. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Yes, I do, Gina. It's like, and then Courtney says, I think she's like, honestly, I try not to. She says something like that. And I'm like, I'm both of them in this situation. And that's just painful. I saw you know who 
<clears throat> like a week and a half ago. Oh. L word. Ugh. Yeah, the way he brought the way he brought my mood down in an instant. I bet. Ugh. Um, she also said goodbye party on accident. Yeah. Which gives us a little hint of how Gina is feeling right now. Yeah. That's the <clears throat> also when she what is it? Um she said she did something she regrets on production night. And so that's, we're definitely getting a flashback soon. So. Yeah. Waiting for that. Because I was trying to think about what she even did. We, well, we didn't see it. Yeah. So. Uh, we also get Ricky using the word euphemism. <laughs> I'm supposed, I'm supposed to believe that Ricky Bowen. <laughs> knows the word euphemism. <laughs> yeah. Ricky Bowen the himbo knows the word <laughs> euphemism. Speaking of himbos, we get Mikey Bowen walking in that kitchen (laughs) (laughs) in that uh, white undershirt with those navy pants and his arms. Like, (laughs) Ricky's also wearing a David Bowie shirt, which is super cute. And Vans check. He's got dark blue. (laughs) Oh, I didn't do a Vans check. Dang it. Did you see the popcorn and and the Kraft mac and cheese on top of the fridge? Like, that's so college. That's how, that's so accurate. So (laughs) accurate to how they're living right now. Yeah. So Mike is all dressed up because he just invites himself to this party. I was like, first of all, why do they need a chaperone? There's like 10 of them. (laughs) It's like just at a bar. Yeah, they're not drinking. They're not. No. Literally, Miss Jen is just going because it's the drama department and she loves Carlos. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I do like the dynamic of Ricky and Mike when like the okay boomer <laughs> and the um I was, was born funny. in the 70s I was born in the <laughs> 70s <laughs> that was cute Carlos dressing as Eponine oh my god was so funny that sent me I remember watching it the first time and I was like cackling so does Salt Lake Slices just not have set hours <laughs> they just get to close whenever they feel like it I guess. Well, I guess it's, like, towards the evening, because the party was at night. Okay, okay, this is, like, a common thing in TV shows, I feel like. TV shows act like, one, high schoolers always have the key to their business, which, like, okay, for Big Rat, it makes sense, because it's his family's business. But, like, Love, Victor, in season one, they straight up set up a date just in their coffee shop that they work at just after hours and they're just there. Is that allowed? And yeah, it, like kids with jobs on TV just come and go in their workplace as they please whether or not it's closed. I'm just like <laughs> I definitely could not do that. <laughs> Can you do this? <laughs> well, technically my current no. job is never closed, but in my old jobs I could I never wouldn't do that. <laughs> want to do that. Yeah. When, oh my gosh, when Big uh. Red says, when you cut us, we bleed red, and it pans to Ashlyn's face. <laughs> he he got some funny I lines in this to, episode. I used to, like, get so annoyed when I was in middle school because um, one of IU's big rivals around here is University of Kentucky, and their colors are blue and white. And people that I went to school with would wear shirts that said, I bleed blue. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> This is stupid. Um, you definitely don't. <laughs> I was 
like, what is this, Avatar? Like, Stop. no, you don't. <laughs> Not Avatar. Not Kyle XY. Didn't he bleed mm. blue or something? Ma. Ma. Ewa. Ma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed it. Sivako. Sivako. <laughs> Dang it. Now I'm sad. I know. Oh, let me just. Let me just. Um. Let me just set the mood for a second while we're feeling just a bit depressed, a bit, a little depepe in the house. Um, I was literally me, looking up Disney World trips last night. Let me just. Wow. Yeah, you guys, if you ever need to just like calm down. Just look up um, the music from Pandora from Disney World. It's just so calming. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> that was a little brief intermission. It's so nice. <laughs> In case anybody needed to just, like, meditate for a second yeah. or just, like, take a stretch. <laughs> that was your time. That was your time. That was your moment. Um, so Ricky wants Nini in the show. He is Basically pushy. more than Nini wants to be in the show. Yeah, yeah. He's being real pushy. He was like, when will we see each other? Um, y'all are joined at the hip. <laughs> what are you talking about? You go to school together. Chill Nini's out. there anyways. Like, <laughs> she's gonna come to, pr- to rehearsal. When she, when she says, it's not that deep, he, I want to try new stuff. No, he's one of those boyfriends. Like, oh, yeah. I never get to see you, even though they see you 24-7. Oh, absolutely. I think I tweeted it. I was like, if that, like, I would just never date someone like that. Or I would ghost them. Like, I want my boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, to want to spend time with me. But also, let me breathe. Yeah, don't be. <laughs> Give me a minute. Don't be that push. Especially when she's like, it's fine. Don't. Continue. Yeah. If they express, like, we're going to be okay, don't keep pushing. Yeah. Because that just makes it worse. Yeah. It's annoying. (laughs) Miss Jen and Mike are flirting. What's new? Honestly, they're so cute. And then we get Ricky going to Gina for advice again. Read the room, Richard. Can, yeah. Can he not notice that every time he asks her this, her... Her whole expression, body language, everything about her changes. Like, are you that dumb that you're not seeing this? You can literally see her, like, super happy, smiling when she's, like, dancing with, like, Caden and I think it was Rico. And then she turns around and sees Ricky. Yeah. And then her whole face drops. I know. Like, I, Ricky, I wish she ripped buddy, into what him you, harder. What are you missing here? Yeah, when he was, like... Ooh, hypothetically, if we were dating, blah, blah, blah. As soon as she said, but we're not, and he turned around, he was like, what? And she goes, we're not dating. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, you're yeah. not. Thank you. I was like, keep going, Thank you but for she calling didn't. him out on this. No, she's not some carrier pigeon. She's not your mm-hmm. therapist. She's not no. here to solve every problem that you have that Nini isn't even concerned about. And he, I just, like, can't believe how blind... I just feel like I... You should pick up on her mood changes and the way she talks to you about Nini, you know? No, and it's pathetic because he claims that 
he and Gina, like, have discussion. Like, he can talk to her or whatever. But the more you continue to rely on her only for your drama, she's not going to want to talk to you. Yeah, the more one-sided it becomes. Yeah, it's annoying. I know. Yeah, he just... This whole scene made me so sad for her. Um... So we have the little moment with Big Red, Courtney, and Nini, and where they're talking about oysters, and Big Red's like, but don't put oysters on pizza. My dad and my sister got oysters on pizza in Italy. Was it good? I pers- I think that sounds bomb. <laughs> I love no, oysters. No, they liked it. It was, um, it was this pizza place right next to the Coliseum. We literally went mm-hmm. there twice. We ate there once when we were in Rome uh, for the day. And then we went to Pompeii the next day, and we liked the place so much, we took the train back to the Coliseum and ate at the same pizza place. But my dad and my sister got, like, it was on the menu as seafood pizza, and they liked it. That sounds good. I mean, it, to me, it, it would be just like seafood pasta just on pizza. Like, essentially the same thing, right? Yeah, they yeah. enjoyed it. I got a four cheese pizza and it was so good. That's it had fun. like genuine, genuine Italian mozzarella slices <gasps> on it. Stop. Honestly, the show has been making me crave pizza since it first started, and I still have yet to get pizza. So <laughs> I'm getting some tonight because there's an Islanders game tonight, and my friend is coming over to watch it with me. So Ooh. I'm gonna order some pizza. <laughs> I'm very excited about it because I have the house to myself until Saturday, starting last Saturday. (laughs) I'm sick at home alone, baby. (laughs) Living the life. The other thing Um, I liked about the scene is when, um, oh. Well, no, I was just going to say they straight up call Courtney out on liking Howie. Oh, yeah. I, (laughs) when she says that little man is my employee, I don't know why that was so funny to me. (laughs) was do we know what grade um how he's in i don't think so but the way the way courtney literally just runs away from the convo was so me (laughs) (laughs) she's like "Mm, you know what that reminded me of for a second when we were in in epcot and that little boy came up to us and was like mom and i ran mom (laughs) i dipped I left y'all. Guys, our, fr- <laughs> our friends, our, like us and our friends were all standing in a circle and somehow don't like literally I don't know how. No. Because we did not move. No. Some little boy wound up directly in between the four of us and looked up with this sheer look of terror yeah. in his face at the four of us like mid 20 early 20 something girls and he was just like mom <laughs> I, I got like burned in my brain. <laughs> I don't know how he got in between us. Me neither, but he did that. I literally turned around and walked away. I was like, this is not my son. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you three can deal with this. Um, I'm going to leave. <laughs> but this is a moment when uh, Mazzy and Mike meet. And Mike is like, oh, yeah, she said you two were good colleagues. And then Mazzy's like, she say anything else? <laughs> stop i i also like the shot too how it's like them two and then miss jen in the back like in between them Mm -hmm. yeah 
the velvet jacket oh. on <laughs> on on Maddie Blue Eyes Matthew Cornette. Is it pink? Is Chef's it mauve? Kiss. I say mauve. Whatever it is. Whatever it is that color suits him. I literally wrote it looks velvet great. jacket question mark. Yes. <laughs> That's my only note on that. So EJ's wanting to find his story. He actually did take up Mazzy's offer on joining the AV club. He's going to be recording some little interviews. Um, I love EJ and Mr. Mazzara being freaking besties. Same. They are super cute. Ugh. And I like how Mazzy's like, helping is when out. Yeah, Mazzy's helping EJ out with the camera. EJ's setting it up. And Miss Jin says, make sure to get my good side later. And Mazzy says, and which side would that be? EJ's face is just straight like, oh. He's like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, smooth. <laughs> I know. EJ's being, he's being a supportive, supportive little bud. Supportive little bestie. I also like when EJ says um, that he not, loves Carlos. Not Ricky and Neat. I know. So sweet. So sweet. Love him being a supportive friend. He's such a sweetheart. We're not biased, Feminist but women he's love just EJ cute. Caswell. Freaky, freaky, freaky slims. <laughs> um, um, not Ricky and Nini using their own song as a pun. Mm-mm. And not them doing that while introing Gina. That was annoying. I know. I was like, I was like, okay, make it about you. I do love how everyone's on hay bales, though. I just think that's so cute. <laughs> Lauren, do you, do you know the amount of events and parties I have been to where I have had to sit on a hay bale? It's Listen, not cute. This is just me romanticizing a small town, okay? <laughs> I live in the no. freaking city. No, that shit hurts your legs. <laughs> It's scratchy. It's cute to me. <laughs> well, throw me a hay party. When, when you're here in a couple weeks, I will let you sit on a hay bale, and you're not gonna think it's nearly as romantic <laughs> as you think. It I've is. been on one. I know it's uncomfortable, but it's just cute. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I love that everybody calls Seb Sebby. Oh, I know. It's so cute. And so we get Gina introing Carlos's video, saying how much she felt like him whenever she saw the old video of him on his Instagram. And she's crying and saying goodbye. And it hurts so bad. Her acting Ugh. is impeccable. Like, her just being on the verge of tears throughout this speech just yeah. is so good. Yeah. Um, Carlos's Hannah Montana poster hanging up on the wall in the background of this video is amazing. I screamed when I saw it, and I also love his at, which is at N5678Carlos. Is his, that supposed to mean something? No, like 5678 when... Oh, well, yeah. N5678... Yeah. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just stupid. No, you're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is when we... <laughs> This is when we get the number A Dancer's Heart. Oh, 
I was screaming throughout this whole, like, number. The way my jaw was dropped the entire time. Yeah. I just sat on the couch with my jaw on the floor. Her hair, her outfit, her dance, everything. Just Sophia. She's... I oh my god it was so good it was so good like, every reaction that they gave from everybody yeah. else screaming for her that was me yeah I I loved like especially supportive Ashlyn and like Mazzy's little shoulder move <laughs> like I don't even know what he was doing okay but not Ricky reacting like that when Nini was sitting right next to him oh when he went oh wow I was like so yeah when he was like when he was sitting there he went wow. And yeah. I was like, Ricky, your girlfriend is right next to you. <laughs> it's okay, Nini. But honestly, Nini was thinking the same thing. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not drop my phone. Also, the dancers um, killed it though during that number. I just love everybody being supportive besties. I know when she's up there. I and I just love, like I know we saw it in the in the trailer, but I just like seeing the whole scene when she crowns Carlos and like. He says, I love you to her. I, it was so sweet. I know. I know. And so then she goes to do her little post-performance interview with EJ. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that she's glowing and tells her that she's amazing, Ask her how she's doing. They chit-chat for a little bit, and then he's like, okay, so we're going to do the interview now. And she realizes... That he was, that was him just ha- genuinely talking to yeah, her. Yeah, he was like, she was like, that was you just asking? And I was like, Gina. But also I was like, EJ. <laughs> I swear to God who is a woman, if EJ Caswell told me I was glowing. And s- was smiling at me like that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, no, <laughs> no, mm that's not okay. No. That's not okay. That's not okay. Um, but no. But okay. Um, but how do you feel? Okay, the fact, the fact that um, Matt Cornette and Milo Mannheim are going to be in one movie together. Oh, you're going to explode. <laughs> I just think that um, somebody was looking out for me. Yeah. The casting directors uh, kept me, they listened to this podcast. Yeah, of course. And they kept me in mind yeah. when they made that decision. They were like, um, it's between Matt and this other person, but we need to keep Ivy in mind. So let's go with Matt. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. so sweet, they honestly. Said, I just need more pictures of Milo and Matt together. Do we and even have a I picture need. yet? The big, big cast one, but... But not just them. Not just the two of them, no. If we don't get that, I will sue. And so then we get Mike Bowen back in... A piano in on a truck. Seb's little with wave. Seb at the piano. Yeah. Um, and we get this lovely, lovely speech from Seb about how Carlos is his boyfriend, but also his hero. I, and, I can't. Oh my God. And he's saying he watched that video of Carlos dancing so many times and had somebody to look up to and wished he could be as confident as Carlos. And it, like, oh, the speech wrecked me enough. Yeah. I really liked the part of the speech when he was, like, uh, something along the lines of, like, this video helped me 
while I was like hiding in my room, and he was like all aspects in of that. every sense. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. That got me. And then we get Joe Serafini singing the climb. His, I, his tone, his note changes, his ops up. Like, are you kidding me, Joe? I cry every time. Yeah. Like, now I know why you okay. got into the school you got into because. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he is amazing. Uh, Michigan is lucky to have you, but. Yeah. Congrats. Well, he graduated. Though, congrats, huh? to, congrats to Michigan. Yeah, congrats to Michigan. <laughs> forgetting you. Yeah. Not you forgetting into Michigan. No, no. no he... Oh, my God. He's amazing. And, <laughs> and everyone's reaction to it just really summed it up. I feel like I want to believe those were genuine well, reactions. I, I think Josh said that he was genuinely crying. I don't. I maybe on Instagram or something, but I know he said something. Probably, about it. like I would be. I would have been. I was. Yeah, I was too. I was on my couch. Sobbing. I was a mess. No, when Lauren texted me that she was crying, <laughs> Lauren does not cry. Yeah. So I was like, oh god, I'm in for it. And that you were. Um. But yeah, seeing all of them crying, and then me crying, it was. Oh my god. I. Oh my god, they're so perfect. <laughs> and then I love we did get a kiss, which I loved. I screamed. Yeah. I screamed in my living room. Didn't we say like that's one of the top things we wanted in season 2? Probably. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> and then Carlos's speech about like just having people who get you that made me cry even more. <laughs> Yeah, that was something that I talked about with um, Juan and Sarah on the Queer Podcast mm-hmm. was because um, they were talking about how um, they they were like, wow, you hung out with us one time and then came out, so I don't want to say it had something to do with <laughs> us. But And I was like, and I was just like, no, like not even kidding, it did have something to do with you all. And Sarah was like, oh God, I was joking. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Sarah was like, not sincerity. And I said, I said, yeah, but it just meant a lot for me to hang out with Juan, Sarah, Frankie, and Gerard, and just to be around a group of other people of the community mm-hmm. and, like, just feel welcome and hang out with them. Because around here, I never had a group of gay friends to hang out with. Yeah. I went to Pride with one guy I went to high school with, but, like... Being around a group of people that does get you, it it means a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm glad they and incorporated then, that. And then at Carlos's quince, he gets to choose his madrina, and he picks Miss Jen. That okay? That is the thing that really sent me. Like, mm-hmm. like I knew, even though 
when they were talking about a godmother, I knew it was coming, but just like the the cut to her <laughs> crying was literally me. Yeah, we all knew. We all knew Carlos was picking Miss Jen yeah. as his madrina, but then she was like, "I look like the clown from it." <laughs> Mascara literally like trailing down her face, just running. Why did I write Mazzy got his answer real quick? Oh. When oh. he uh he when he asked EJ who was the most interesting interview of yeah. the night and EJ was just so busy staring at Gina. The way he's looking at her when she's not even looking he, at him. He's so fond. He is. He's so fond of her. He doesn't and even that hear Mazzy. No, that yeah, he was like, I'm sorry, what was the question? That was when I said Mazzy got his answer real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mazzy was like, I'm not stupid. I see who you're looking at. Okay, but have, so have your feelings about Portwell changed? I personally still don't know. Yes. Uh, Yeah, like, I'm still iffy about it. Yeah. But seeing how he treats her. Yeah. Is really sweet. And knowing that there, knowing that there was a, an, a muff, I can't talk, enough of a connection between them, enough of a connection, enough of a friendship between them in the first season for him to pay for a freaking plane ticket for her to come back. Mm -hmm. I want that to be elaborated on more. Elaborated? Is that a word? Yeah. I think, I don't know. Yeah, it is. Um, I want that to be touched on more. It's just their friendship. Yeah. And possible relationship. I want to see more. I agree. And And I, I mean... I'm assuming we will. Yeah, I did love when Gina was, like, taken aback at how he was just asking. Like, her face there seemed so genuine, too. So I do want to see more. I agree. Thank God we're actually getting... I know. A good old, a good old Maddie Blue Eyes storyline that has to do Seriously. with something other than Duke. Freaking Duke. Um, and then Miss Jen gets a notification on Instagram... And it is a video of Lily and Zachy Roy, and we find out that North High is doing Beauty and the Beast with real wolves. I was Did really you? looking forward to seeing The Little Mermaid, but... Whatever. I know. I'm sad. Um, did you write down the Instagram usernames? Because I did. I took screenshots, and I'm prepared. Did you write down what they were saying, too? I wrote down one comment of what they said, because it killed me. Do you read yours, and then I'll read the rest. Um, when Too Good for Ensemble said, are you touring? Please come to Sacramento. Not, first of all, not Sacramento. Second of all, touring. <laughs> this, high, this high school drama department, are you touring? If we're not getting freaking Julie and the Phantoms tour, we're not getting North High touring. No. <laughs> If there hasn't been a High School Musical, the musical, the series tour by now, after there was an actual High School Musical tour, we're not getting a tour. No. From the High School Drama Department. Let's see. (laughs) North High Drama Girl said, so proud of my Northies. (laughs) Northies sent me. Oh, there's Live Laugh Mankeys. They said Mankeys ready. (laughs) They're dedicated to this award show. Oh, there's Zachary Stan for Life 1. Not 
so there's a Zach there's a Zach Roy stand for life, but this is Zach that was already taken for life one. Yeah, so See, Zachy stopped. I, that thought, obsessed with this. that got me. Yeah, that got me because I was like, that's so true. Whenever there's a fan account username that is already taken, they want so you just have to add something yeah. on the end. Utah Wolf Society said, "Love to see it." Why is there a Utah Wolf? Which one? Um, and then someone says Zach Clack one two three such a beast. And then this is this was my favorite. It's Blaze dot Wolf dot updates said say less Wolf King <laughs> with the wolf and the crown. Wolf King, are you kidding me? <laughs> I really want this job though to be the one making up these. Um, these Instagram usernames? The usernames and comments. <laughs> How fun would that be? I want to know who has that job. Yeah, because they are I doing wanna, a great I, job. <laughs> I want to thank them. Yeah, me too. Because it's so funny. They, they're killing it this season for sure. So, Miss Jen sees the roses on the table that Ricky uh, very perfectly put together, by the way. Crafty Ricky. I also noticed yeah. that they're in, like, I think it's a mocajete, like a, it's a mortar and pestle bowl made out of like <laughs> volcanic rocks That's, i learned that from um youtube cooking shows <laughs> but i think that's what it's in someone tell I me i like if your right. funny words <laughs> magic man <laughs> it's, that's what it's called <laughs> i don't know i just thought it was cute because it's like a part of his culture but with the roses like yeah. The centerpiece. Yeah. It's super sweet. <laughs> Your face um, when I said that. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so Miss Jen sees the roses and has some epiphany and goes to Nini and tells her that she knows a perfect way that she can be in the show. Somebody like was it you that said you think she's gonna be the rose? I think she's gonna be the rose. See, cause my mind went to the enchantress. Like, Nini will be the enchantress. Oh. Wait, I kind of like that. Because <laughs> how she going play know, a rose? I know, but I know we've seen next week she has a song called The Rose Song. Did you hear it? I haven't next heard week it, now. tonight. Or tonight. Yeah, what we're recording this late. The episode's coming out <laughs> next week. Um, but, I don't know, my mind went to the enchantress. That would be that pretty cool. I need to... See, I only watched the sneak peek once, so I don't really remember exactly what the lyrics were, but it was good. I'm excited. But we also get Andrew Feldman next week. Oh my gosh, him and Lily. <laughs> I am excited for that. So funny. Yeah. Um, but then the episode ends with Gina crying on the phone with her mother because we obviously, I guess, haven't had enough sad Gina this season, even though that's yeah. been every freaking episode. I know. Um, but Gina says she's coming home. And, okay, I know, like, she's probably not going to, but it still hurts. I know. Just the fact that she doesn't feel <clears throat> at home yeah. at East High sad i know and and it was so sad too because they were all dancing and having fun in a circle and then it pans to gina like on the steps alone talking to her mom mm-hmm. but yeah this was my Ugh. favorite episode of, oh yeah of the oh, series yeah. of season two so far i'm so glad we got a sophia wiley solo same well deserved and she killed it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. blew my freaking mind 
y'all had a lot of words so, to say about this episode, so let's start on Twitter. You want to go to Twitter first? Yeah. All right. Claire Claire said, so many thoughts. Gina killed it. She deserves the world. I am also so here for Gina and EJ. Sorry, not sorry. Don't and be sorry. And Joe Serafini. Oh my god, him singing the climb really got me. And the whole cast crying while he sang it as well had me sobbing. Um, one million out of ten, so good. Yes. I, I'm still iffy on Gina and EJ, but I'm definitely more towards them seeing them together. Like, I want to see more. I, oh. It's hard, it's hard. Um, okay, I love the prospect of Rena. Like, y'all know this. I've talked about this before. But at this point in time... EJ would treat her better than Ricky. Yeah, I know. Like, straight up. Chantel said, I hate Lily. IDK, who I ship with, Miss Jen anymore. I'm, I know. Mazzy. Mazzy? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Mazzy and Miss Jen are just so pure. Like, I just love watching Mazzy be all sweet. They are. I, I need more of their triangle, for sure. Also, Mike just got divorced. Okay, that's true. I didn't think of it. I didn't think of that. Like, I don't want her to be his rebound. Yeah. Oh, good point. I didn't even think like, of Like, leaving, leaving your <coughs> kid's mom and then immediately jumping into something with your kid's teacher. A bit raunchy, Mikey. <laughs> Ricky. I said Mikey. Oh, I thought you said Ricky. <laughs> Ricky. God. Um, Chantal also said Seb singing The Climb had me in tears and Gina can't leave. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samela said the best episode so far. And then Ellis, Ellis, do not apologize for crying in our DMs on Insta. Seriously. Because <laughs> we love to read them. I'll read it right now. I'll pull it up. Okay. I'm really excited to see what they had to say. Me too, because I didn't open so it I yet. Looked at him first. I, was, <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't I was either. Like, we need to a react. Fresh reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Ellis said, "I think I'm ready. I don't know where to start. I watched this for the first time at the Glad event, and that alone just made the experience that be that much more unreal. This episode was so special to me as a queer person, and seeing a gay Mexican kid be represented in such a good light is everything." Just seeing Carlos be appreciated and surrounded by all this love is incredible, and I don't think I'll ever get tired of this episode because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk performances. Sophia Wiley singing Dancer's Heart. Just chills. I think that this is one of my favorite songs of the whole show. Her voice is incredible. Her dancing was incredible. And honestly, I don't think there will ever be a number by Sophia that I feel eh about because she's just that good. Yeah. Truly. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that... We got a standout moment from her in her own song because we've seen her have dancing moments yeah. and like moments <clears throat> in songs that the whole cast have had, but this is the first one that has really just been her. Yeah, and she killed it. Mm-hmm. Joe's the climb, man. Mm-hmm. That's the part of the episode where I just break down sobbing. Same. He is so, so talented. Seb's speech about feeling inspired by Carlos broke me, and I can't even point out why. So from then until after the kiss, I was just crying the whole time. Yes, all five (laughs) times I've seen the episode. No judgment. Nope. Um, Let's let's talk about that kiss. We have the first, I'm pretty sure, first... uh, Oh, 
first, I, I wanted to say same sex kiss, I think. It says first, first sex kiss. Oh, yeah, I was um, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, first same sex kiss on a Disney show. And most importantly, we have it happen to be a Mexican kid. This is breaking barriers in so many ways. Mm. It kind of sucks how people aren't talking about it more, but I digress. Also, that cliffhanger. What was that? <laughs> I'm excited to see where this goes, though. Okay, I talked too much. Sorry, love you guys. Um, Ellis, we love yeah, you, we and love you did too. not talk too much. Yeah. But I, I feel like people aren't talking about it. Like, I feel like it's being talked about. But, but Ellis is right. It's not, I don't, like, as spotlighted. Yeah. I feel like not enough as it should be it should be especially like especially like they said with the cultural aspect of it with him being mexican yeah because i'll let you know now like a lot of love victor with victor coming out has to do the fact uh has to do with the fact that he comes from a latinx family Mm, uh, i'm really excited to watch that yeah so that's a lot of the battle of him coming out oh okay Ugh. And then in season two, like, in season two, the guy that he's with um, doesn't <clears throat> really understand what <clears throat> Victor's culture has to do with him being, uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I see. iffy about coming out. Uh-huh. And uh, there's another guy of, um, uh, another guy, I be- I'm pretty sure he's Muslim. I haven't watched season two a second time yet, but I'm pretty sure he's Muslim. And um, when Victor's kind of talking to him about how the guy that he's with doesn't understand, he's like, he's just, and then the other guy goes, white. Mm. And he's like, yeah. Uh, but I, like, love to see that that's being tackled, though. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Yeah, so that's a big part of love, Victor, is his cultural, oh. like, differences between coming out and not being white. But yeah, I pretty much agree okay. with every single thing Ellis said. Yeah. Um, Zoe, okay. Zoe messaged us on Twitter <clears throat> and said, I really liked episode five, and obviously it's a super important episode when it comes to representation. I truly applaud all of that, and as a queer person myself, it was nice seeing wholesome representation that didn't surround any negativity or serious, serious issue that is strictly queer. It's just an episode that happens to be very queer in its story, and I really appreciate the way this normalizes queer relationships. However, I did not like how this episode set up future episodes. Gina leaving is something we've done before. EJ and Gina is basic and trite. Casting Nini in the show, while although inevitable, causes us to lose out on more of her character development and finding herself in true passion. And the whole North High thing is kind of ridiculous in my opinion. I agree. Overall, it's it is it was a good episode, but it makes me worried for where the plot is going to go from here. I think the thing about Nini, because she's writing an original song for the show, like Rose, I think that'll help her actually, like find what she wants to do. Yeah, it'll help her develop more of her writing style. Yeah, but and I totally agree her- with the with North High thing. That's so dumb. That's that's so dumb. Yeah. But it does make more sense with what you said about um, that clip of the mob song mm-hmm. being like a showdown. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Because whenever we were like, they don't look like they're on the East High stage. Yeah. That's probably because they're probably at North High, but they're doing mob song. Yeah. Against North High. 
something like that. Cheese. <laughs> Cheese messaged just OMG ah uh, about HSM TMTS season two episode five ah uh, Gina moving away like bro ah uh. <laughs> and then so I I would give much more expression to this right now. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> sick. <laughs> I sound like um in now you see me too where they have that guy um where they they uh Woody Harrelson controlled his mind and he was saying everything Woody Harrelson said and then Woody Harrelson's going down that <laughs> tube oh, yes, screaming yes, yes. I was like, and then it pans <laughs> to his face and he's like uh. <laughs> exactly what he said <laughs> and then they just said Rena endgame please I <coughs> you good <laughs> yeah I'm okay I like I um, just I agree with you though just that EJ would treat her so much better than Ricky at this moment. Yeah, like, at this point in time, as much as I would love to see her with Ricky, Mm -hmm. I just... Seeing how he has completely disregarded her feelings and emotions and reactions to the things that he has been saying on multiple different occasions, like, I don't know how that would work out in a relationship if you obviously cannot tell when she's upset. Yeah. And you're not even dating yet. Yeah, and you're not even a thing yet. You're you're just completely missing her expressions. Yeah. I don't un- I don't understand what you're not getting here, Richard. I agree. Freaking Richard. Okay. Instagram Jared. comments? Oh. Oh, Jared sent us a DM. Oh, let's do DMs. Okay. Jared said, "Okay, I figured I'd DM my thoughts on episode 5 because they are way too long for a voice message or tweet." Basically, I absolutely loved it. Seb and Carlos were so cute together. I'm glad they kissed and referred to each other as boyfriends. Mm-hmm. It's it's so nice to verbally hear boyfriend. Yeah. He is my boyfriend. Yeah, that was... And boyfriend and hero killed me. Oh, yeah. Um, I love how it was revealed Seb kind of looked up to Carlos because Carlos was always confident, and that, and that just makes our relationship even cuter to me. I also loved a dancer's heart. Bop! And Seb's cover of the climb may or may not have teared up watching that. Jared, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, I also appreciate this episode because the morning it came out, I was in a bad headspace. I was remembering some kind of traumatic stuff I had been going through at my old homophobic university and was spiraling. But watching this episode and seeing Carlos and Seb be highlighted and be allowed to be a gay couple made me feel better. It made me happy to see characters I could relate to, and it made me happy that young, closeted, or out kids can have these characters to look to as a positive representation. Mm-hmm. It also made me hopeful for a better, more accepting future for the LGBTQ plus community as a whole. Oh, that just hurts my heart in a good way. Seeing, yeah, seeing representation in children's programming is so important. Yeah. One thing I was... (coughs) (coughs) Okay. Okay. Cut that out, lady. (laughs) (laughs) That was painful. Uh, One thing I was thinking about the other day, I would like to see tattoos become more normalized amongst actors. Ooh, yeah. Because still to this day... Characters that you see with tattoos are usually just, like, the rebels. The bad kids. Or, like, yeah, yeah, like, the bad kids have a tattoo. Or, like, you don't really get to see actors just having tattoos, and it's just a normal thing. Which, I don't know, I get for, like, high school, like, if you're playing a high schooler, I get it if your tattoos are covered up, because there is an age limit for getting tattoos. But just, like, adult actors in movies and things... Their tattoos are always covered up. 
Yeah. I agree. But yeah, I I, I don't I don't want to see people in movies have tattoos if they're just a member of like a biker gang. Yeah, and see like little things like that make such a huge difference. Like Yeah, because you don't realize how common tattoos are when you're watching TV and stuff as a kid. Mhm. Because a lot of actors don't have them or if they get them they're very very small and can be covered up easily. Yeah. Yeah. Or you got Tyler Posey and Teen Wolf getting a welding equipment burned onto his arm to get those two bands because he just decided to get a tattoo. (laughs) Like, this is too much to cover up. (laughs) Um, Kimmy said, honestly, I love the episode, but I wish Gina would move on from Ricky. He's in a relationship. Though I'm starting to ship Gina and EJ, their moment was really cute. I... Well, I, it's I just it's hard for Gina to move on, especially because she didn't get closure say, yet. Move, yeah, moving on is easier said than done. You can't yeah. really just say she so needs to move on. To the like choir. that's, yeah, like <laughs> y- y'all just heard me at the beginning of this episode say that I heard or I saw a dude that I have not seen since my senior year of high school and got annoyed about it. Like, I have been out of high school. That was years for ago. Three, yeah. I have been out of high school for three years now, and seeing this dude still annoyed me. Yeah. So, like, it's easier said than done. But I do agree and, that Gina should move on, especially if EJ's in the picture. And like Lauren said, she still never got closure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Let's get any see. other DMs? Yes. Let me read Caroline's. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Caroline said, we don't deserve Sophia and Joe. Also, none of the climb tiers were acting, in my opinion, just a bunch of proud cast members. Agreed. Mm-hmm. If Ricky wanted a relationship, at, oh, if Ricky wanted relationship advice, why didn't he ask Ashlyn, Big Red, or even Sub about it? Man is on thin ice for messing with my girl Gina. Exactly. Why does there's, he go to the one that is single? The, the, I oh my god, yeah. There's like so many other options. <laughs> or go to your freaking dad. Like, don't go to Gina. Literally. Um, she is her- the single one of the group. You don't go to any of them that are in couple. Even EJ. Yeah. Well, no. Well, no. EJ no. kind of dated. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't go to EJ. I like how we both with- took that back at the same time. <laughs> I was just thinking about somebody that like had dated people in the yeah. past, but then I was like, that's his ex. Maybe yeah, maybe, not. maybe not. But but there's but, still a lot of other options. But yeah, literally anyone there that had been in a relationship before or is in one currently, just go to them. Not yeah, Gina. Big, Leave big her Red alone. is right there. <laughs> that's your bestie. Um, even though I'm Team Mazzy, how does MJ have multiple men after her and I can't get one? <laughs> Caroline, you are <laughs> to say less. Was not expecting to love the adult ship so much. Yeah, I agree. But also, I'm glad to see it because I, really I am like ride or die for MJ and Mazzy. I know you are. <laughs> um, let's see. I really don't want Portwell to date. What those two need is a good friend, and I think they can provide that for each other. I also see that side. Mm-hmm. Um, when Gina realized EJ was just genuinely asking how she felt, I wanted to cry because sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just somebody to listen. I know. Uh, she was so sweet with that, too. Um, and then Caroline said two more things. I'm really sad North High is switching because I really wanted to see Little Mermaid content. Also, I hate Lily, but you got to respect the girl for getting co-director as a freshman. And um, at five seconds in the episode six sneak peek, we see Lily talking to someone. I think it's Andrew, and I think we're going to be Antoine next week, which we are because we saw the sneak peek. 
today. Yeah, because Caroline messaged us yesterday and said, I called it, I'm proud of myself with a picture of them talking. She, she, she also, um, she it's, it's kind of late, but she cast Toy Story 2, I mean Toy Story 4 with the cast, and my <laughs> favorite thing she did was put Seb as Duke Kaboom. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> like, that would have been hilarious. She also said... How did you make it through episode four without once mentioning the fact that Seb has been struck by lightning? I know. I was like, did we not? I swear, I think I wrote it, but maybe I just went over it. And then this is something that I just thought of. Big Red's reaction to to Ricky singing Bet on It in episode one. Loki reminds me of Ashlyn during a billion sorries. (laughs) They're right. She's right. (laughs) So funny. Um, oh, Vicky messaged us too. Vicky said, "Hey, dudes! Wow, what an episode! My love language must be riddles too, because I love Gina and Carlos dropping the biggest hints out to everyone and them being absolute stars. Both Gina and Seb's speech hit so hard. Damn! I love how the climb unexpectedly opens up the music universe of the show. Oh, true." Big shout out to Babe Mad- Magnet, Miss Jen, and Steaming Hot Coffee Demon Lily. <laughs> Miss you, Ashlyn. Hope to see more of you next week. Thanks for the podcast, as always. Oh, thanks, Vicky. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't get you. a lot of Ash. We got a lot no. of supportive, supportive Ashlyn, though. Mm-hmm. Jake messaged, uh, just finished episode five, and the first thing I have to say is Lily is so petty. <laughs> Also, she has to be related to Zach somehow. How else would she have this much influence over North High's production? Um, also, Gina looked ready to smack Ricky in this episode, and she totally should have. Boy was being a whole mess this episode. I do find it funny that the real love triangle is between the adults this season, though. Seb singing the climb at me in tears, and yes, the first on-screen gay Disney kiss. Oh, also, Sophia killed that number. Finally, I'm seeing a lot of people just assuming that Nini is going to be Belle now instead of Ashlyn, but knowing that Olivia has an upcoming song titled Rose, I think she's either going to be the Enchantress or the actual Enchanted Rose. I think the Enchantress. And Jake also said, oh, also, I'm living for Mazzy helping EJ figure out who he truly is. Mazzy and EJ's friendship is precious. Yeah, I am so in love with them. (laughs) Like, they're so cute. McKenna... Um, sent us stuff last Friday, which I really liked a lot of the stuff she said. So, buckle up. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, I was punching the air, like physically reacting every time EJ and Gina interacted slash shared looks because I don't know how I feel. I'm happy and excited for the potential storylines and them being bigger characters, but I'm hoping they just get super close as friends or that if it goes romantic, it's a super, super slow progression. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Also, I called this exact Lily storyline of her going to North and then switching to Beauty and the Beast at the end of episode two. I can't believe I'm Tim Federley. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is Ashlyn and EJ are going to be the whole, be the two who convince her to stay. Oh, yeah. And EJ is going to be like, you can do the morning announcements with me. Oh, yay, AV Club. And they'll bond <laughs> doing that. And it'll give Gina a place in the school and also help her discover her story the same way EJ, EJ is. That's cute. I think I'd be fine with them getting together romantically if it's done right because the age gap in real life and also just the logistics of their characters age, age, 
characters' ages with EJ graduating and whatnot can't be ignored. Like, I want them to first be friends and be there for each other, and then if they turn romantic without being super affectionate, I think it could work. I agree, too, but Mm -hmm. it's just hard to think about because we really are only having seven more episodes. So can it really be that slow? Also, switching gears, Mr. Mazar being so obviously in love with Miss Jen was so cute and funny. Like, him waving to her and Mike just being, like, side-eye, and then EJ recording him trying to flirt with her. Um, McKenna was talking to her friend last night and thinks that EJ is going to continue recording moments throughout the semester. And then maybe during the last episode, if it's going to be about his grad party, he'll play a video of everything that happened for everyone to reminisce. And of course, some clips may set up potential cliffhangers for season three, and it'll be a super cheesy moment of EJ's story <gasps> that he's been trying to figure out. Wait, it's like a One Tree Hill time capsule moment. (gasps) Oh my gosh, it's exactly what it is. Like, if it gets exposed, like, it could be like Ricky in an interview by himself talking about Gina, and then that Uh, video gets out there or something. McKenna's literally Tim. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Um, And then last but not least, circling back to EJ and Gina, EJ needs to not be going away to college if they're going to work romantically. And Gina, Gina needs to be completely over Ricky because otherwise they'll just end up hurting each other with Gina being left for the millionth time and EJ dating someone who's in love with someone else again. Oh, and that's why my official campaign is for Portwell Besties for at least this season. Honestly, some amazing yeah. points being made. Yeah, I think they just need to be there for each other first. Yeah. Okay. Comments? Comments. Let me, mine are taking a second to load. Let's see. Bella okay, said, true, oh, oh, go, you go, go. you go. No, go. Oh. True Castaway said, Gina killed this performance, and I think A Dancer's Heart is one of the best original songs of the series. Miss Jen has to be regretting her casting after watching Gina and Sub's performances. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Two of the most talented people in the school, and they got supporting roles. <coughs> She messed up on that one. Also, I don't understand Miss Jen's obsession with Nini. Like, yes, she has a beautiful voice, but she performed terribly in High School Musical, and I don't see covering her mic with her hand. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) But she performed terribly in High School Musical, and I don't see how she's going to give East High an edge. If anything, Gina, their only triple threat, could give them an edge. I don't like how Miss Jen thinks the only way they can win is with Nini. First, I don't think it's true. And second, insulting to everyone else, that is true. She doesn't think they're talented enough. Also manifesting Gina singing Gotta Go My Own Way with maybe, hopefully, Ricky. Ooh. Oh, please. Please, <laughs> do that. That'd be, Come on. That'd be so good. Oh, my God. That'd be so good. That'd they be said, like, so good. Matt said, like, two more things. Um, Matt's also said... I get sibling slash bestie vibes from EJ and Gina. I really don't want the show to go there romantically. They're in completely different places in life right now with him being a senior and her being a sophomore. Also, EJ said to Ashlyn, you look so young to me right now, and called Carlos kid, and Gina is the same age as them. I don't know about you guys, but that's icky to me. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, good point, my though. Personal theory, my personal theory on why they... Um, on why so many people want Portwell to happen is because most, not all, are Rini shippers and they're scared of Rena and are secretly bored with their stale ship. <laughs> so they never admit that. <laughs> um, 
And then Mads also said, Ricky's only personality trait right now is Nini. Mm -hmm. And that's really annoying and unfortunate because there's so much more that could be exploring with his character. I hope Rini breaks up soon because they are terrible together, in my opinion. I I don't think they're terrible. I just think, well, Mads is definitely right with them. It's just, like, It really is his only personality trait. Yeah, like... Is that going to be him the rest of the season? Yeah, they're literally not having Ricky do anything else other than be Nini's boyfriend. Yeah, and be Nini's clingy-ass boyfriend. Yeah. Let's see. Karen said, Gina and EJ, I shipped them since season one. And Bella said, I love the comment Seb made about how he was like 100 of the views on Carlos's video. So cute. And I love that Miss Jen is Carlos's godmother. Same. Precious. Um, Madison said, I want EJ to look at me the way he looks at Gina and the Seblos <laughs> content. I also want Maddie Blue Eyes to look at me like that. Like, please. Okay, um, Matt, if you're listening to this podcast, like, we don't even have to date. It's fine. Mm-hmm. If I were you, I wouldn't want to date me either. But, like, can Stop. you just flash me a, like, can you just flash me a look and I think I'll be fine. I'll be yeah, good. I'll be good. Uh, that will I'm, give me uh, the confidence boost that I need to make it through yeah. any, um, any, of me trying to date someone. Just, <laughs> just a please look. Give me, just give me that confidence boost. Throw, throw uh, Darren, glowing? That's, yeah, that's all I like, need. Tell me I'm glowing, give me that look, Yeah. and I'll be confident to try to date anybody. I'll be mm-hmm. fine. I'll be like, you know what? Matt Cornette told me I was glowing. Sean Mendes told me I was incredible once. That gave me that gave me a boost for a while. Ooh. I need a little extra. I yeah. need a little something else. I need... Come on, Maddie. <laughs> Darren Darren said first off a dancer's heart is a bop and we need more Seb music his voice is too good to mm-hmm. be kept from us for this long yes mm-hmm. um, EJ looking at Gina the way he did melts my heart because of, uh, because of her to call her mom in mm-hmm. my opinion Mikey Bowen over Mazzy all day sorry Mazzy Darren <laughs> <laughs> Miss Jen crying after being named godmother made me uh, even tear up a little. This episode was so wholesome, and I cannot wait for what is in store for Nini in the show. Also, North High Shady AF, and I love everything about it. Same. I am so ready for the drama to pick up. Um, Hannah said, so glad they're finally giving Joe a chance to shine. I wasn't stoked on the song choice at first, but once I heard it, I loved it, especially the last chorus. I hope North High doing Beauty and the Beast means we'll get Andrew slash Antoine singing Be Our Guest because it just makes sense. Yeah. Oh. I, ooh, what if, like, him and Carlos? We see, like, a, like a, what's the word? Like, for, uh, (laughs) I can't think of the word. A duet? Montage? Not a duet, but just, like, montage, like a montage, like, first it's Antoine and then it's Carlos, like, back and forth. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I just like um, lost Aubrey my said episode five was absolutely everything. It solidified that Seb is my favorite character. Carlos got the attention he deserves, and Queen Gina got to shine. I'm so mad that North High is doing Beauty and the Beast, but I should have seen it coming. I'm excited to see how Nini p- is put into the show. No, I will be upset if Miss Jen takes away Belle from Ashland. I don't think she would. Yeah, me neither. Ricky was not it this episode, and I can't mm-hmm. wait for more Gina slash EJ scenes. I'm going to be completely honest. I think even if Miss Jen offered for Nini to be Belle, Nini wouldn't do it. I agree. Nini would say no. With the way Nini was talking, like, she didn't even really sound like she wanted to be in the yeah, show. Like, like, I just want to do think- my homework in the room. I think she missed being around everybody, but I think she was, like, okay with not being in the cast. Totally. 
Let's see. Mari said, I think EJ and Gina could be a great couple. And Witchy Caswell, a.k.a. Augie, said, okay, so I think that EJ and Gina would be better as siblings than romantic. And of course, the Sebless content made me cry. Seb's little speech made me so happy, and it was absolutely perfect. Everything about this episode was amazing, but I wish that people stopped making it all about Rini when the episode is centered around Carlos. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what Ricky was doing. Yep. Charlie said, Seb's rendition of The Climb was not only emotional, but groundbreaking. Glad to see various Disney songs being sung on the show instead of only HSM numbers. Mm-hmm. That w- Whenever Jared first sent us that TikTok of him singing The Climb, I was like, how is this going to be, like, like Put worked in, into yeah. the show? Yeah. But I really loved that they did that. I also um, didn't even make the connection that he did that because of the Hannah Montana poster the to, Hannah like, Montana the third episode. The yeah, I mean, <laughs> till the third time I watched. Um, I wish we could see more of the production and the way they prepare for Beauty and the Beast, though, since we're basically halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. These are starting to feel like filler episodes and are just there for space to make the season longer. Nonetheless, I'm enjoying it and hoping for more Beauty and the Beast content. We haven't seen a lot of the production, that's right, but I know we're getting home from yeah. Ashland. It's, I think it's going to ramp up so. starting... Um, with episode six. Yeah. Um, and then Sarah said, loved it. Gina's performance was so good. Seb singing the climb was so cute. I hope Gina doesn't leave. EJ was so sweet in the episode. Ricky was super dumb in this episode and acted like this clingy boyfriend, which I didn't like. Me neither. It was Mm -hmm. a really good episode. Um, Mm -hmm. last but not least, we have like three voice messages. Oh, I'm ready. From different people. So this one is from Anel Espinosa. Um. I think the episode was really good and nice, but I didn't like that Ricky was being a little clingy with Nini and like, because she said she wanted to explore new things, she wanted to do her things, but he tried to like, you know, force her, not force her, but like, yeah. And I think EJ and Gina's storyline is going to be interesting because I have a feeling that maybe Gina is going to, like, at some point reject EJ and they just want to be friends because I feel like EJ's falling for her. But who knows? So, yeah, that was my opinion. I don't want her to fall for somebody that's going to leave again. Yeah. Ugh. That'll I don't, I don't want that my heart so bad. But and I then do, we have one front. Oh, go. I'm just saying, I do agree. I just felt like Ricky was just too pushy with this whole thing. Like, she said no. Leave it at that. We got one from Livy. That says, enjoy the AirPod mic quality. Love you, besties. <laughs> I don't have the answers, not today. It's like nothing makes the questions go away. What would I give to see? If the grass was greener On the other side of all I've had and lost Would it be enough? Or would I still be wondering? Okay. Livy, that was good. Okay, send fo- send a send a full yeah, cover full. on Instagram, please. And then we got three from Leia. We did we did say Leia, right? Leia pronounced like that. I think. Oh God, I forgot. She told us too. Leia, I think it's Leia. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she said Leia. Leia tell us we again. Got, 
<laughs> we got three from her. It's just chaos, chaos two, and chaos three. So oh, love it. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Let's see. Hey guys, it's Leah. Oh, Dang it. so uh, for episode five, I was wondering where Natalie Bagley is. Um, we oh. haven't really seen her that much, and I'd like to see more of that character. So Tim, let's go. Sophia literally crushed her performance. I was so happy. I literally smiled the entire time. Beautiful. And then when North High decided to change, you know, the play to Beauty and the Beast, I was wondering if Miss Jen is going to keep with Beauty and the Beast or just try to upstage them, or is she going to pick a different show? Kind of hoping for a different show, but I don't know. And then... When Gina was like, oh, this is a goodbye for Carlos. It's like, why, where, what, what, where's Carlos going? <laughs> like, I need answers. Okay, bye. Okay, Natalie Bagley, I was literally just thinking about the other yeah. day. I was like, where is, where she? is she? <laughs> Hopefully when we get more of, like, the the production content. Yeah. Also, Alexis just dyed her hair purple, and it looks uh, awesome. It looks amazing. Yeah. Okay, chaos number two. Hey, it's Leah again. I don't know if my message went through the first time, but it's fine, whatever. Technology is great. I thought it was funny, though, when Big Red was like, oh, I've always wanted a nickname, and we're all like, you have a nickname, sir. It's Big Red. I thought that was really (laughs) funny. Um, Where's Natalie Bagley? Tim? Federally, where is she? I need more of that character. Sophia crushed her performance. Literally the best thing ever. Um, when Gina was like, oh, this is a goodbye party for Carlos, I was like, um, where is he going? We know Sophia is, or Gina is leaving, potentially, but I highly doubt that one. Um, Seb killed it. I cried during his performance. It was so good. Love the my AirPods connected to my iPad. Oh, dang it. Okay, and then we have Chaos Part 3. Hey, it's Leo again. <laughs> when Gina says that she always knows where she can stand with Carlos, and then she goes, that's that's a lot for, for most of the boys um, in the school. I think she's obviously talking about Ricky, but I also kind of think EJ... Like, they really haven't had that much interactions yet in this season. And clearly in episode five, we can see that EJ has some something for her, which I'm living for. <laughs> Literally, I think that was so cute. So, yeah, there's that. Carson department, great. I think it's way better than the first season. The first season was just like, meh. Mm-hmm. And then when... When Olivia was, like, crying during the climb, I wonder if she was crying for the character Nini or for herself. Ooh. Don't know. Maybe for herself. Mm. Okay, you only get a minute and it sucks. Okay, bye. <laughs> Leah, you're so funny. <laughs> um, Thank you, Leah, for yes, all of those. Thank the you. Thing, the thing she said about how... Car- what, what was it? Carlos is the only person, like... What, what was it? That Gina said she she always knows where she stands with Carlos. Yeah. I think Leah's right about EJ, too. Because, like, EJ did the whole ticket thing. But, what like, what did that... 
yeah what does she's that like really where mean? is this coming from yeah, yeah that's a good point i didn't think of that but yeah, yeah. Well, also, thank you guys really for quick. all the voice messages. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was. I love getting I, voice messages. We love voice from messages. You all. <laughs> I get so excited when I see we get some. <laughs> it's so cool to put a voice to the name. Yeah, seriously, we love that. Um, but remember when I said that thing about getting a flashback? Yeah. Princess also DM'd us and said that. Um, Gina heard Ricky's I love you speech to Nini because she rephrases his speech a little at Carlos's party. So we're definitely getting something like along the lines of that. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah. This was my favorite episode. And we luckily don't have to wait too long for the next one because <laughs> we're recording on a Thursday. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This episode was amazing. Please hit us up more on Instagram and Twitter. I especially like when everyone tells us immediately what their thoughts are because it's like really mm-hmm. fun to see everyone's immediate thoughts. So yeah, tell us on at Just For Our Podcast on Instagram and Twitter for episode six. And um, yeah. This podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app where you can record and distribute your podcast anywhere podcasts are heard, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Apple Podcasts still says we upload bi-weekly. <laughs> bi-weekly. <laughs> it's okay, we'll we get don't. back on <laughs> um, You can leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, such as Zach2077 titled it Yay and left five stars and said, Be happy to hear HSMTMTS analysis. So thank you, Zach, for the review. Another thing you can do on Anchor is leave a voice message, which the link is always in the description below, such as Leah, such as Livy, such as Anel, any of them, anybody that has ever let us left us a voice message. They're so fun to listen to. Love mm-hmm. hearing what you guys have to say. So thank you guys for sending those in this week. That was so fun. And then lastly, there's a link to our merch store in the description below, and you can go buy and browse anything you would like. Until next week, um, I know that waiting a week before all these episodes is a struggle, but life's a climb, and the view is great. <laughs> Stop. Now I want to watch the movie. I know, me too. All right, you guys have a good week. Bye. Bye. It's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move. Always gonna be an uphill battle. Sometimes you're gonna have to lose. Ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other